Welcome to the Success Flow Podcast, where our mission is simple, to be better each day and relay our findings with other relentless humans defining success for themselves. If that sounds like you, let's begin. All right, welcome to the Success Flow Podcast, where our mission is to relay highlights and frameworks of success from high performers to high performers. I'm joined by my co-host, Stephen Harris, and today we have an electric guest for the audience. And not only are we going to debrief Boondoggle with an attendee that was there, but for the men in the audience, I think we're going to have just a great guest for anybody that's in any type of crossroads, anybody that's, that's trying to make some improvements or going through that kind of identity shift of what they're wanting the rest of their life to look like. And uh, this this episode is going to be geared toward the uh, the fellas. So uh, it's funny with our guest Stephen, you guys actually go back longer than I do, even though I thought that I was making the introduction. So do you want to kind of take the lead on introducing the guest today? Yeah, I uh, I do go way back with our guest here. We we go all the way back to our glory days of high school, which is uh, which is pretty cool. But what's funny about it is. We didn't really know each other that well. We were both in sports. I played basketball. You were in, uh, you were playing hockey in Arizona of all places, but also a stud <laughs> soccer player. But it was kind of around the same season of my main sport, so we didn't get to cross paths too too much. And I remember when Phil said, "Hey, I got a great guy. I want you to go golfing with," and it ended up being you. And I was like, "I know that guy," and here you <laughs> are, Mr. Jeff Strange. I cannot be happier to have you on our podcast that Phil and I are collaborating on here and. You know, you've done a lot of things ever since those glory days of high school back in 04. Uh, but you're now the COO and coach of Fathers of the Future, as well as the co-founder of Arena of Greatness Gym and the biz- business development for short form content, which is a big uh, rage right now. A lot of people are working on their short form content and all that stuff. But I'm excited to hear about the Fathers of the Future, Arena of Greatness Gym and all the things that you got going on. And it was great seeing you this past weekend at Boondoggle. So how you feeling past past Boone this weekend, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, it's an honor to be on here with you guys and definitely what a small world um, connecting through Phil and through the boondoggle and everything that's going on. Uh, yeah, we're holding up. Great. I got my Coronado golf hat on. We had some great weather in California this last weekend and a lot of great food and great laughs and great connections. So it was, it was a blast. Yeah, I mean, after we had uh, Ryan Corey on as the the first official guest of the Success Flow podcast, Stephen and I were just chatting about how perfect of a guest you'd be for for round two. Not only as a former Boondoggle captain, yeah, last year, but also just literally the epitome of what this podcast is about, which is consistent improvement and being around humans that are always growing and looking for opportunity and your story uh just just speaks to that 100 percent. you and i were talking in coronado about how in our circle there's just this common theme of the guys that we're spending time with in their you know mid to late 30s and the importance of figuring out what the purpose is beyond just material you know that there are kids running around 
the calendars are full. We thought we had a pretty good idea about like money in the bank and, and business being a key driver, which hasn't fully changed. But how men today are 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 kind of changing in our circle in regard to their approach to their trajectory. So I was curious if you could if you could kind of talk about what you're seeing, given you know your your most recent direction with the coaching and the gyms, what you're seeing with men's kind of men not only in that age group but of all direction that are really trying to look at the roadmap of their lives. Yeah, 100%. I think that's the the cool part that ties all this back to Boondoggle. Uh, Ryan and I were having breakfast one morning and we're like, "What? how do we get all of our friends together so that it's not just a meeting, it's not talking about business, but we just connect and talk about life and our schedules and what we're dealing with and what are the goods and the bads and the uglies, right? Because um, community and connection is what really helps bring us all together and what you and I kind of talked about this weekend poolside is that community aspect of you know these guys these men in their 30s 20s and 30s they're kind of understanding business they're understanding what it means to grow Uh, we're all kind of in this like mind body soul network where we're trying to figure out like all right we're 30 we we're not in our high school glory days anymore um you know, we, we've got to do a little bit more to keep our bodies in shape, our minds in shape, our souls in shape. Um, and so I think that's where a lot of this direction going is going. And that's what Ryan and I kind of were like, all right, well, let's just do something. And so he's obviously the, the coordinator of getting all the friends together and making making it happen. But I think we both have this common ground of like, how do we just connect as as humans with all of our stuff going on? And then just men in general, you know, we need we need purpose, we need passion, we need creativity, we need why, um, and we can't do it alone. Yeah, that resonates, man. We had conversation poolside as well, and just talking about like, what does the rest of my life look like? As you mentioned, we're all getting into that age where we got to start now, preparing ourselves and recognizing that plenty of opportunities ahead of ahead of us. And uh, what you're doing is just a perfect example of that. And you know, let's let's take a step back a little bit. You pivoted from you know what was a startup clothing brand in Bad Birdie and really launched it. I mean, you were the top executive, in the first or second hire, I think, and and really took it across the country outside of the local Nordstrom racks, you know, and you know, your pivot from that to where you're at now, kind of talk about what that looks like. Yeah. And I think that was uh it was a great move. I w- I've been, you know, ever since high school, I've kind of been in the golf industry. So I left high school started playing golf, uh, just kind of picked it up. Cause it was, you know, we live in Scottsdale, there's 250 golf courses in the Phoenix Metro area. And so it was, what else are you going to do? And I was in sales and my dad was like, well, you got to pick up golf if you're going to be in sales. And I was like, okay. So picked up golf, ended up turning into like more of a profession. I was like, oh, well, I got good at it fast, but I just started too late. So put that kind of on the back burner of like, I'm going to go pro and was like, how do I turn this into a business? Well, Top Golf opened in 2013 and I got in the golf scene. And so I got this itch of like, how do I have fun, my passion in, in golf? But also, how do I make money in it, right? And so that was kind of the first concept of, okay, I can have fun and make money. Where does this go? So I was with Top Golf for seven and a half years, helped open a ton of locations and building their sales program. And then, funny enough, my buddy from Jason, my buddy from high school, Jason, started uh, this clothing company called Bad Birdie. Yeah. Started out of his apartment, really just bootstrapped the whole thing. And eventually, I just I hit him up and I was like, hey, man, what are you doing with this? Where are you going? And he came over. We had, 
I think we ended up sitting on my kitchen counter here at, like the weekend of Thanksgiving uh, four years ago and just were like, you know, what if, what if, what if? And so that's kind of where it started. So kind of took it from nothing. We were a less than a million dollar company at that point and took it to a multi-million dollar company in 500 retail locations and 900 golf courses and just kind of really blew it up. That's wild. And so that was great. It was great, but there was just something not quite there that was fulfilling. The job was great. The people were great. But I was just, what I, I what happened was I, I couldn't find fifth gear. I was just going and everything seemed to be great on the outside. Um, so I actually hired a life coach the beginning of 2022. And that was what kind of changed the whole trajectory of kind of going, oh, okay, there's more of this than just making a ton of money and generational wealth. And then you start going down this pattern of like, okay, what's, what is that? How do you do that? And he's like, well, it's community, it's tribe, it's connection, it's mental health, it's physical health. And I, I was probably 25 pounds overweight at that point and uh, just kind of drinking a lot during the, the Bad Birdie days of a fun party brand on the golf course. And so just a lot of life things happened and a lot of shifts happened for that for sure. Well, we saw you poolside. You look pretty good, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for 37. Uh, <laughs> that group was getting compliments. It made you feel a little good like we're doing something right at some point. You, uh, it, it, I, I couldn't echo um, more the, the whole coaching piece, which can be a triggering word because that's what happened with myself as well, hiring an external accountability individual that's more than a therapist, which uh, I am full supportive. I've never gone down that road, but just a third-party individual that's going to listen to you and maybe fill in some of the gaps was extremely uh, uh, critical for me as well. And you and I were kind of talking about how the branding of Bad Birdie, um, as awesome as it is in the niche that it's found showing, you know, the, uh, you know, a, a different uh taste of golf, uh, that lifestyle, you know, having a couple drinks, not maybe getting the best sleep, um, you know, that can kind of tear in that, that we're trying to show up as business athletes. Um, you know, that can kind of affect the training and the mindset that's keeping us showing up, you know, day into day. And so what, um, what are you seeing, you know, with making those adjustments that I, I've seen loud and clear just just from you, you directly, but the guys that you're working with, making those changes in the mind, body, spirit. Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing there with the guys that you're training with? Yeah, so this is where, um, so Luke Kayam, who I've been working with for the last 16 months and is the founder of Fathers of the Future in this program, you know, his story is very uh, not unique like most of us. He grew up without a father um, and so found himself married with a kid trying to figure out like, okay, what does this mean to be a father? I never had one and never had a, mo a model or a role model of, of what that was. So I've got to kind of figure it out. And so he started to dive into that. He was in the CrossFit world for a number of years and then transitioned into just strategically men's coaching and high performance coaching. And a lot of that, again, that word show up every time I hear it, it resonates because we talked about this this weekend to both of you, um, you know, of just showing up, right? When you just show up, you could hate what you're going about to do. You could be hungover, tired, whatever. And you're like, this is going to suck. But typically after it, there's always this like dopamine that hits that you're like, okay, I was so glad I was there. I have so many guys that come to our Wednesday morning workouts at the church. They're just like, I hate waking up at five o'clock in the morning and working out with you because you, you kill us every single time. But they're so glad that they did because they got the community. They did something hard early in the morning. Um, there's just a lot of things that happen when you kind of push yourself to just show up. So at Fathers of the Future, we go by a code that's show up, 
do the work, don't quit, lead with love and trust the plan. And that's been a big piece and a big foundation for me is just, and that's the hardest part is just showing up. Um, and then when you start showing up at 4.30 every morning and then you start to compound effect, right? The more you do in the morning, the less you got to do during the day. And so it just kind of becomes this fun rhythm of like, okay, I can do the hard things. It's not as hard as I thought, but it actually brings more, uh, you know, positivity to it than, than anything else. Yeah. I, when you talk about that, it remember, it reminds me of just today. I have my neighbor, Gary is my trainer. I got to get on this father's of futures thing that you got going on. Cause he's a little nicer though. I have to get over there by six fifteen, not 5. AM. But just today <laughs> it was, I woke up not a great couple of nights of sleep, probably the aftermath of boondoggle maybe, but it was, I did not want to go today. I was like, Oh, I'm so exhausted, but I just, you know what? I committed. He's holding me accountable, just like you're holding your your crew accountable and your guys that you're coaching and training. And I showed up and I did had the best workout I've had uh, with him. I just started with him a few weeks back. And, and in that moment, I realized that I powered through and just showed up like you're talking about. And I, again, I had the best workout I ever had since, since working out with him. And now you're not just doing workouts though, that early in the morning, you're throwing guys in cold plunges and all sorts of crazy stuff. Right. And I've got a little bit of experience with yeah. that. And Phil has a lot of experience with that too, which I'm sure we'll chime in here in just a minute, but talk about what that regimen looks like in the morning and what is the workout for that? It's an hour and a half from five to six 30 of everything that you're doing. Yeah. So what we've kind of incorporated in this kind of new gym, uh, it's a men's only gym. It's called the arena of greatness. Um, and so what we're doing is we're taking about 15 to 20 minutes before the workout and we're praying, we're meditating, we're journaling. So we're actually getting our minds ready for the workout and why we're doing the workout. Because a lot of people just go to the gym and they're like, yeah, I just want the guns. I just want the ladies to look at me. And they just, there's no real reason. At the pool. But it, the pool, yeah. They're like, hey, you got to, you know, GTL uh, or whatever. Gym <laughs> tan life. That's what I, that's what I call it. Gym there you go. Uh, and so it's it's this idea of like, you got to prep your mind for, for the battle. Right. And so I would rather go to war with guys like you that are prepping every morning that I know like, okay, I trust, you know, Phil, I trust Steven. I know what they've been training and doing. I can go into battle. Um, I know they've been putting in the work. And so that first 15 minutes is really just about the mind getting prepared for the, the hard 45 minutes of, of sweat equity that you're about to put in. And then we break it down at the end and, and do some box breathing and kind of bring the heart rate back down. Cause most men aren't taking, let alone 15 minutes a day to calm their mind, their breath, their energy going for an hour and a half. So we're really just trying to help train men to understand, like, you got to take some time for yourself. You got to have the mind, body, and soul in check so that you can go give gratitude. You can go be positive in your, your business. You can show up for your kids. You can show up for your wife and show up for your family and all these different areas that like, you may be going like, ah, that's too hard. I mean, I got a, a dad that lives five minutes down the road that I shouldn't be taking care of, but I have to because he's he's ill and my wife does the same thing and so if you're not prepping and training yourself for said things obstacles that are going to come to your way you're just going to crumble and die and i don't think that's how we were meant to, to be built I, I just love it so much and like why i knew this this podcast was going to have to be an early one because you know of, of how the paths have, have become so parallel and that the fact that men aren't really required life is hard in general nowadays yep. but it's not in a in a necessarily physical way that it used to be and it, that what we were talking about this weekend is how that is something it's huge missing in society and the way that you are getting guys to do it and the the 
the beginning of the day, those second-order consequences, when they show up, that you've knocked that out early in the morning, you have created space later in the day that's going to be palpable for your family. They're going to feel the effects. Uh, next thing you know, you're, you're, you're creating time in your calendar to create like things like what we're doing right now that it is really important to have that outlet. And it, it only goes with making the time to, to do the difficult, the difficult things. And I'm just, I'm so pumped to see it. it. You mentioned box breathing, right? And box breathing not only calms you down. It's something actually I learned in the last year, mainly from uh, my family. There's some anxiety things and stuff goes on with my kids. And, and uh, my son, who's 10, we taught him box breathing. It's the breathe in four seconds, hold four seconds, out four seconds, and hold four seconds. And just do that as many, you know, four or five times. And that really truly works. And I've used it in my own workplace. Uh, you know, at being a business owner myself, you go through those ups and downs and you go through those challenges and those dips and those valleys. And it is challenging to feel like you have all the weight on your shoulders, not only with your teams, but also your, your family. And sometimes probably more often than sometimes you're on an Island a little bit. And so those little breathing techniques really help internally get your mind right. in that preparation, that's what it's all about, right? Is preparing yourself for your future opportunities to take care of yourself and whatever drives happiness for you. Usually health is a big component of that. When you're healthy, you're happy. And so I think it's awesome that you're putting, yep. putting those guys through that. Well, and that's kind of the, the father of the future, future kind of three-piece suit, as we call it, is present, active, and engaged. And being present, you know, you have to be conscious of that. You have to be present of your breath. You got to be present of your thoughts. You got to be present of your actions. You know, we take tactical defense courses so we know how to carry guns and how to protect our families. It's not just a, you know, how's my body doing, but how do we protect others? Um, how can we re be prepared for other things? Because there's just crazy stuff happens. You know, you never know what situation you're going to be in if, if you're not prepared, uh, you know. That's, it's not, a, not a good thing. Yeah. I remember going to, uh, I've told Phil about this. So the breath work even deeper. I did a, you ever been to Savannah, that health and wellness spa out in cave Creek? It's an incredible place. I haven't yet, but I've, I've, I've seen, I know some friends that have been out there. So, you know, taking that breath work challenge, it was a 90 minute class of just intense, deep breathing. And you, you tap into your subconscious and you're like, there was times where I felt like you were flying through the sky with your family. And like, you know, there was a point where I felt like I was a warrior when I wasn't really a warrior at the time. And it actually opened my eyes up into what I need to do and what I need to become in order to fill, fill my perception of success and happiness. And it was the most incredible experience I've ever had. And you just, you know, scratching the surface with your guys and, and that'll parlay into deeper meaning meaningful sessions, I'm sure. And even the cold tub stuff, right? Like the cold therapy, freaking Phil, we had, we went to this mastermind group, this Junto, <laughs> this summit that we did in Flagstaff, threw us all in an ice bath. And I mean, you're like having a panic yeah. attack in there for the first 15 seconds, but 45 seconds later, you're as calm as can be. And you could feel like you could live in there for three yep. minutes. Easy. It's the wildest experience. And um, so anyway, I, I, I love all that stuff. I think it's great that you're, you're working through that. When you're doing the hard stuff, right? Like you get in a cold ice bath and then you figure out like, oh, okay, I'm in 30 degree water and I'm calm. Yeah. Okay, what other, how, how do I, that translates to your world, right? Okay, my, my kids are screaming or the boss is at me or you, right? It just trains your mind to go, okay, I can I can handle hard stuff. I can do this. And that's what, you know, we, we, we put these guys through Fathers of the Future through a 30 hour crucible. So they're 30 hours of in it, cold plunges, uh, hot, cold, sound healing, uh, hiking up mountains with rocks. Like we, we put them through the gauntlet for 30 hours on a very low calorie diet and and you take a lot away. You, you get in your head a little bit. We just did 30 miles at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you go to, to some deep places, you know, when you're when you're by yourself for 12 hours hiking in nature. But you get to get some clarity, too, because you understand, like, okay, well, what is my why? What is my purpose? How am I 
utilizing my gifts on this earth to help others um, and not just myself. And I think that's where like the boondoggle comes in and just connecting. And when you start to align with people that align with you, you're, you start to elevate. You're like, okay, there's something to this. And I think that's why the three of us are sitting here talking. For sure. Yeah, that's, that, that's so spot on. And I know that you, it may not necessarily be military grade, but it's pretty darn close for the everyday man of going kind of the SEAL team buds week. And thought it was interesting with you going through that and us being as close as we were at Coronado at Boondoggle this weekend as well. That was an interesting overlap. Yeah, you definitely get some military stuff in there for sure. Yeah. All right, Strange. So sum us up. And, and I'm thinking like for the successful pod, we're essentialists. We love to strip it down and, and, and keep it simple. Say we've got a listener and this guy is going through a true dip. He's on the golf course and a bird flies off with his kind bar and his hot dog within two golf holes of each other. <laughs> <laughs> which may or may not have happened. And I think that yeah. I think that Jeff wishes he was carrying at that point <laughs> on the golf course. But say say you're at a low in all in all seriousness. Um that a guy, you know, say say they might be in a, a sales rut or they may have just been riffed, may have gotten some bad news with their partner. What do you think are the basic kind of first pillar things, the fundamental platform things that they can do? to start that upward trajectory to get started and, and, and really get the wheels moving. Yeah, well, I'll start with this quote, and it's by, you know, my dear friend and brother, Luke Kayyem. So the bridge between scarcity and abundance is gratitude. And so if you can break down gratitude and where you're at, uh, you know, if I, should, if I could go back to six-year-old Jeff, who is from a divorced family, you know, mom's been remarried three times, um, I shouldn't be married 13 years. I shouldn't have two kids. I shouldn't have a successful career. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, right? But when you look back and you're like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I had a dad that loved me. I'm grateful that I had a mom that was in my life. When you start to compo compound your gratitudes, those can get you out of any rut whatsoever. Uh, even my time at Bad Birdie, how it ended wasn't great, but I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have those three years with Jason grinding and learning how to build a startup and understanding business um you know three months before i started at bad birdie i was knocking doors in dallas texas with my wife and two kids in an apartment complex you know get my teeth kicked in in a sales role but i wouldn't be where i am today if i didn't have that experience and so i think when when you really think about like what you're grateful for we have a lot of great things in in this country and there's a lot of people without and so when you can start to stack a lot of those those things that we just take for granted sometimes It'll definitely help you kind of push through that next level. And then surrounding yourself with a good a good amount of group of people. Uh, I've got a lot of people in my corner that I can call. We call them like the 3 a.m. people. You know, I could call Phil at 3 a.m. and he'd answer and be like, yeah, what do you need? Who do we? Where do we need to bury the body? What, what do we got to do? I'll help you. We'll figure it out, right? So it's, it's surrounding yourself with that community and those connections because then you have uh, a little bit more, you know, gusto in your, in your step and you can go, okay, I can get through this because I know I've got a team supporting me. I know I've got a family supporting me. And you just got to stay in that positive mindset. It's a hard thing to do. You can surround yourself with good people and, and really focus on that. That's why part of part of the meditation in the morning every day is, you know, your three gratitudes. What are you grateful for? And then pick one and go a little bit deeper and find the why behind it because that can usually carry you on through the day. Um, like today, I was super stoked to be on a podcast. So it carried me through the day because I knew I was going to get to come talk about this with you guys. So I think those are my my quick tips, but you, really it's just, you know, gratitude. That's that's the key. That's a superpower, man. 
it's a superpower that we we couldn't agree more without. I'll speak for you there, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, it's that's one of the hardest things, as you said. It's it's much easier said than done to have that positive mindset, but it's the reflection on the pivotal moments that allowed you to get where you are today, right? And having that gratitude, and and most people don't do that, and it's pretty awesome to hear that you've already kind of maybe not quite figured it out in your own eyes. You may not think, but to us, you know, you figured it out far more than most and leveraging your experiences and what you went through when you learned from them and said, okay, how can I do it this way? Or how can I do it better? Or, oh, that was great. I like that. Let's stack those wins. Or maybe that wasn't in this case. So let's pivot and learn and, you know, keep moving forward. That's what it's all about. It's just moving forward. But, um, I mean, I love all this fathers, the future stuff and, and you got the gym, the arena of greatness. And before we kind of wrap up here, you got another side thing going with the short form content stuff. You know, if you're okay with pivoting, I, I want to hear a little bit about what you're doing there and everyone's all over social media. It's always been evolving. There's a real turn of what we're seeing out there where people are self-branding themselves a lot more, but it's not just being the influencer anymore. It's about self-branding yourself as a thought leader, right? And so I think what you're- hey bringing to the table with your short form content really will help a lot of those people. So if you want to dive into that, I'd love to hear more about it. Cause this is kind of fresh for me too. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, uh, you know, shout out to Steven for what you're doing on your channel. You've been blowing up on TikTok and stuff. And I think the, the, the gear behind short form is that one, the attention span is so small right now. So it literally takes two seconds to capture somebody's attention and then they're like scroll, right? But if right. you have a powerful message and you have something to get across, uh, people are interested in seeing the organic side, and that's kind of what we're what we're trying to do now as as creators and as thought provokers is that we're trying to create organic content for people that makes sense that hits home. It's not this flashy stuff, and there's still the Logan Pauls and all this stuff that's going to be out there. That's that's always going to be there. But people are looking for true organic content that's going to help their day-to-day -day life and i think what you're doing steven out just pushing it right you you kind of challenge yourself i'm like i'm gonna do this for 30 days and then now here you know you just get it on snowballs. this pattern and you're like all right I, i'm actually helping people and people are commenting and it you know then that's the satisfying it's not the clicks and who's liking or how many views you're it's the comments it's like thank you for sharing that i just needed a quick challenge of gratitude today or i just needed a quick change of thought so that i could get through my day and oh wow you're helping other people and and that's what's really seeing this movement grow along the fact that uh, organic ads is a lot cheaper than paid ads. So that's where that's kind of where the company started was that like we're trying to get way of get get rid of the way of paying millions of dollars a month on ads when you can create organic ads that people want to hear and will be drawn towards uh, anyways. We, we call it return on content instead of return on investment. And so I think this movement is is really cool and it's it's a way to just kind of express your own thoughts and get out there without people like harassing you and i mean i think there's still people out there that are going to hate on you but you know screw the haters and you just keep sharing yeah. your your dream and your vision and that's right they're not your tribe right you're building your community and i think that's the biggest fear and that was something that i needed just towards the end of last year and i wouldn't say blowing up by the way on tiktok jeff strange but thank you for the compliment <laughs> yeah I, but you need it, that nudge <laughs> just to get out there and have the conversation because the biggest fear is what are people going to think about me? What are, what are people going to, what are you going to think about what I'm saying is what I'm saying going to be worthwhile to them. And, and if you believe it, who cares, keep pushing it out there because yeah. the ones that unsubscribe, they're not your people anyway. And you're looking for the subscribers. You're looking for that community. And, uh, I, I think you nailed it on the head. That's, that's awesome. And now you're building a business around that to help others similar to me, similar to Phil for this, even for this podcast purpose and other things. Right. And 
I think it's cool that you're tapping into that. You're seeing that opportunity and, and jumping at it. Yeah. And I think it's just one of those avenues where we're not, we're creating an AI platform and I won't go into too much details because it's, it's a long process, but the name that we've picked is, is a name that is a helper. It's there to help and assist because there's people like me that before this, I didn't know how to create content. I didn't know how to edit or do all this stuff. So it's being able to create tools. And, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of uh, successful businessmen and women. And the biggest thing that they say is like, you got to, you got to share your knowledge. If you go to your grave and you just die on everything you've learned, what did you do? And so I think that's like what, you know, kudos to you. You're sharing your knowledge. You're helping people understand that like, you can do this. You can be regular people from, you know, Scottsdale, Arizona that didn't really do anything crazy, but we have some experience and we have some knowledge to give. And I think it would be disrespectful for us to not be able to share that with others. I'm literally biting my tongue, trying not to guess the assistant name. Like, it's like, don't do it. Don't do it. I just want to know. So, <laughs> so one of the, one of the ways that we, uh, we always ask this brutal question and it's, what is your definition of success? And it's vast, right? It's different for everybody, but you're being a guest on the success flow podcast. And we got to ask you, what is your definition of success? What's your perception of it? What's your perception of happiness? And do you feel that you're on that path now with all the new things you got going on or to heading towards the right path or in the right direction. What's your perception of success? I think that's a great question. And it used to be money for me. I think that was the key, right? I think that was a couple of years ago. That was what everybody was fighting for. And I think now the key to success is time, um, time with my kids, time with my wife, time with my friends. Um, I want to work as less, you know, as least as possible. Um, I, I want to work really hard, but I want to work the least amount of time as possible so that I can spend the most of my time with my friends and family. Um, and that's been the key to success. And I've talked to, again, I've talked to, I've been, I've been lucky enough to be in some rooms with some, some big gut, some big guns. And the biggest regret, regret for most of them is spending time with their, their friends and their loved ones. Cause they, they were so focused on the money and the growing the business and selling it. How do I get to hear that? you know, 15 years went by and their kids were out of the house. So a big thing we talk about fathers of the future is, you know, how many, how many months do you have left with said, whether it's your kids or your parents or, you know, Jesse Itzler's a big fan of this too, right? You know, with your life resume and, and counting it out, he had so many months and summers left with his parents. And so we did everything he could until they passed away. And so I think for me, success is definitely time. You know, how are you spending your time? Who are you spending it with? Um, and then ultimately, how are you giving it back? Do you know who Kent Clothier is? You heard it, heard that name? Yeah, yeah. Kent Clothier, look, look him up. He talks about time all the time. I saw him at a conference and he was live and he, his biggest thing is time. The whole whole talk was all about how do you get more time uh, to do the things that you love? And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a great one. Well, one thing you can never get back. You can get money, you can get food, yeah. you can get resources, but you can never get back time. And I have a feeling this is not going to be uh, Sir Strange's last time on the podcast because we just barely scratched okay. the surface about the practices that can allow us to get into flow states and achieve more in those hours. So we do have the time for everything because it, it truly is the, the whole currency. But it is uh, a school night. You guys have kids to get to. I've got a dogs and a grill to get on. I think that's a wrap for tonight, boys. Jeff, we cannot thank you enough for joining us. Where can the folks that are interested that you've kind of landed with, which is going to be a lot, where can they find you and, and kind of look into some of the programs and practices you were mentioning today? 
yeah, um, it's been an honor and a treat to even be on this podcast with you guys. I'm I'm thankful for you, brothers, and I'm glad that the universe collides this way. And uh, I'm I'm pretty easy. It's just Jeff Strange. Uh, I think it's Jeff Strange Jr. Maybe at on Instagram. That's pretty much my only handle. I have some sub handles, but that's my main page. You know, like Steven said, it's building my own brand within a brand. Uh, you want to follow what I'm doing? That's where I post it. That's where my kids are. That's where my four o'clock workouts and cold plunges and breath work is so come find me there come join us at a workout in scottsdale if you're here local come hike camelback mount with us come to grand canyon uh hit me up we'll go do some crazy adventure and we'll make it fun i love it i know steven and i will be there all right everybody that's a wrap for today thanks for joining into the success flow podcast uh hit steven and i up if you have our direct information if you don't we've got that official success flow pod at gmail.com email and uh, we'd love to hear what you'd like to hear from us how things are going and just remember to go with the success flow <laughs>